Maya, can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I can hear you pretty well, too. Say something else. Uh, something else. Exceptional. You nailed that. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Welcome to the MC Advocate Podcast. The audio forum for the news, information, and expression of MC students, faculty, and staff. Recorded in the WMCR studios in Montgomery College, Rockville, here are your hosts, John Wildeman and Maya Caffrey. Hey guys, I'm John Wildeman, a senior staff writer for The Advocate. And I'm Maya Caffrey, I'm editor-in-chief at The Advocate. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast version of The Advocate, where you'll find an audio form for news about you that you should care about, and a place to learn what's going on around Montgomery College, Rockville. The Advocate prides itself on being a place for the expression of news and culture at Montgomery College. So we're going to start off talking about Raptor Week. John, what was your first week at MC like? <laughs> My first week at MC, uh, I took one class and it was at night. And every time I had to go to any other building other than the one building my class was in, uh, I got lost. So it was a little hectic and it was very dark. What about you? Um, I took three classes and this was actually six years ago now. But yeah, I, um, I, I got lost a lot. I think an event like MC Raptor Week would have been really helpful in getting me acquainted with the campus and all the services that are available. Yeah, yeah. In this story that we printed in The Advocate two weeks ago about uh, Raptor Week, Matt Watson talks about how the Office of Student Life helped new students get acquainted with the campus and uh, have fun at the same time. Uh, and here's Matt. Hey guys, I'm Matthew Watson. I'm a senior staff writer for The Advocate here at Montgomery College. I'm here to talk about MC's Raptor Week. So that was a full week of activities for students that was held the week of the 27th. So that was to pretty much just welcome new and returning students to Montgomery College Rockville. I wasn't able to attend Monday, but basically what they did for that was they had a snacks and map sort of activity. So students that kind of didn't know really where their classes were on the Rockville campus, they were handing out snacks and maps to help them navigate. Uh, I was able to attend the other events. So for Tuesday, there was this event called Personalized Street Signs. Basically, you had uh, students able to put a name, a message, something on their own street signs. So if you go to the Student Life office, you can see the Student Senate Street and Advocate Avenue signs. So I thought that was pretty cool. On Wednesday, they had this UNO tournament, and there was also catering by Panera Bread. There's a lot of good food there. And the UNO tournament was a lot of fun, a lot of competitive people there. And near the end of the event, they had 
prizes for people who won the most Uno tournaments at each table. They had $10 gift cards for Amazon Target and I think some other stores. Thursday, probably my favorite day, was the pop-up retro arcade. They brought in all these different retro arcade cabinets that you had Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Mrs. Pac-Man. Um, you had one with like nine, ten different arcade games on it. I think like Asteroids was one of them. And there was also this uh, interactive memory game, sort of like something you'd see in Dave and Buster's or another special, you know, future retro arcade sort of thing. I, I remember I was talking to this one guy and he got the high score of like 42 or something. I mean, it was crazy to me. When I tried it, I, like the highest I got was like 12. But yeah, that was that was a bunch of fun. I mean, at, at its peak, it was from 12 to 2. At around like 1 o'clock, there was a whole bunch of people lined up at the arcade cabinets. Um, and it was a bunch of fun to watch, just seeing people try to get the high score. Uh, I think I managed to get the high score in Donkey Kong or Pac-Man. But I mean, it was a bunch of fun. People were crowding around me. You know, everyone was waiting for their turn and they were serving pizza as well. So that was a really fun day. And then on Friday, they had this screening of the um, the thriller Queen and Slim. But I went to see that movie um, on Friday with a friend um, and it was really fun. There was a bunch of people there. They had popcorn, a great movie overall. Would definitely recommend it. But overall, yeah, it was a really fun week. Would definitely recommend anyone who's, you know, just coming to MC or, you know, isn't really active in the activities that they have here. Definitely try to uh, hear more about the future events that they have at MC. And if you want to learn more, you can always visit the um, Office of Student Life to stay updated on future events like this. Because, I mean, it's definitely a lot of fun. Definitely a great place to meet new friends and talk to new people. Overall, I would highly recommend it. It was a lot of fun. Thanks. And man, that sounded like fun. Make sure to check out Matt's story in The Advocate at mcadvocate.com. And for more events like that, check out the Office of Student Life at montgomerycollege.edu slash studentlife. They are having events basically every week just to promote student wellness and, and student happiness. You can also follow them at MCRV Student Life on Twitter and Instagram. I wrote a story this week about the 2020 census. You know anything about the census, Maya? Um, I know that it takes place once every 10 years. That is that is my familiarity with it. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, basically, the government counts all the residents of the country every 10 years in order to accurately disperse federal resources and determine congressional representation. Um, so basically, like, if the number of hospitals in a city is based on the population, they base that population figure on the U.S. Census. And for Montgomery College's part, they are they've hired 18 student ambassadors to spread the word and help some of the less enfranchised citizens of Montgomery County get counted. They say it's about eighteen thousand dollars per year per person. And that's a lot. That could be that could be tuition for an underprivileged person. That could be meals for a year for an underprivileged person. Yeah. And then if you think about the society we live in, there's there's disenfranchised people who don't have homes, who can't speak, you know, English or, you know, don't have the resources to 
say, get to a library or get to Montgomery College to have the help to fill out the the census, those people are going uncounted and those resources aren't going to be allotted for the people that need them. The main point of the story is to stress the importance of the census, get out there, get counted, be looking in the mail for instruction on how to get counted. You can do it through the mail, over the phone, or online. And it's in like 17 different languages. So anybody can do it. And each household has the the responsibility to make sure everyone's counted. Uh, If somebody has more questions, can they reach out to Student Life? Yeah, yeah. Please reach out to Student Life, like I said, at Montgomery College dot edu slash student life or you can check out 2020census.gov so i'd like to thank barke ahmed and nick sushka for their help on that story please go read that story at mcadvocate.com here's julia mcmurray with the mc event calendar thanks guys this week we have a lot of exciting events coming up on campus So first of all, let's talk about the theater and arts. There's several performances this week that you might be interested in, the biggest of which is As You Like It, which is the school's spring musical. Now, this show premiered on Wednesday, February 26th, but it's running all the way through Sunday, March 1st. And you should look out for my upcoming article on the Friday performance, which I'll be attending. Now, in case you think As You Like It is stuffy Shakespeare, think again. This is a musical adaptation by Shana Taub and Laurie Woolery, which originally premiered at the Public Theater in New York in 2017 to great reviews. Now, As You Like It has music in it already, so this was a natural fit for a musical, and various reviewers have said it has sort of a folk pop sound, so if Mumford & Sons is up your alley, this will be too. As You Like It challenges the outdated rules of romance where gender roles, nature, and politics can be perplexing in a play that reveals how bewildering but pleasurable life can be. Sounds like a good time to me, and if you want to impress your English professor, you can go ahead and quote one of the most famous lines from the show, All the World's a Stage. Regular tickets are $10, but with student ID, you pay five to get in. More information can be found on the Montgomery College Theater Department website. Now, if you just can't keep off the stage yourself, don't wait. There are upcoming auditions for Montgomery College's final spring show, National Museum of the Unforeseen Tragedy. Now, this is actually a multi-week student performance piece that will premiere mid-April. Auditions are being held here at the Rockville campus on Monday, March 3rd at 7 p.m. and Tuesday, March 4th at 4 p.m. Auditionees are asked to please prepare a one-minute piece that tells a story. Singers, musicians, and actors are also welcome. For more information, including audition locations, please visit the Performing Arts Department website. Now, moving on to the world of music. The Robert E. Pril Performing Arts Center is hosting two concerts next week in addition to the plays. On Thursday, March 5th, the Maryland Band Directors Band will perform at 7.30 p.m. in their annual spring concert. This event is free and open to the public. And if As You Like It didn't quite satisfy your Shakespeare curiosity, consider attending the Baltimore Concerts Show on Friday, March 6th at 8 p.m. 
This musical sextet is known for playing early music from all over Europe, especially Renaissance music. Their Friday show is called The Food of Love, Songs, Dances, and Fancies for Shakespeare, and features songs from the Elizabethan era that appeared in Shakespeare's plays. Tickets are $30 for the general public or $20 with a student ID. Finally, as we near midterms, now is a good time to think about self-care and wellness, and luckily we've got several events right in line with that coming down the pike. The Student Health and Wellness Center for Success, or Shaw Center, continues to host their Mindful Monday series, and this will continue on March 2nd. This is a chance to relax and clear your head, especially as we head towards midterms. The hour-long free session features 15 minutes of guided meditation, followed by 45 minutes of quiet activities like coloring, play-doh, and puzzles. Find inner peace from noon to 1 p.m. in the Science Center, room 462. Finally, look out for two events as part of the Fuel for Success food campaign. First of all, grab-and-go snack bags are also back on Monday. This monthly giveaway is intended for students struggling with hunger, but anyone is free to pick up a bag. Snack bags will be distributed in the Campus Center from noon to 2 p.m. on Monday, March 2nd. The bags are given on a first-come, first-served basis, so don't be shy. Come down for some wholesome goodies to fill your belly and fuel your brain. If you can't make that event, the Fuel for Success food campaign is also giving away baked goods on Tuesday, March 3rd, also in the Campus Center. Stop by the What's Happening window, number 106, for some filling treats. Well, that's all for now. I'm Julia, and I'll see you next time on the Montgomery College Events Calendar. And up next is Brandon Buckner with the MC Sports Update. Hey, thanks, guys. On Tuesday night, the men's and women's basketball teams rounded out their season. The men's Raptors team fell to Howard Community College 100-90, to and the women also came up short in a close contest with the Dragons, 79-82. The Raptor men finished their season going 20-8, while the Raptor women finished their season at 20-5. Coming up this week, the Raptors baseball team has a doubleheader at home against Delaware Technical Community College on Sunday, March 1st at 11 a.m. This will be the team's home opener. And the softball season kicks off on Saturday, March 7th with the home doubleheader versus Frederick Community College. And congratulations to our sophomore men's and women's basketball players and cheerleaders for proudly representing Montgomery College throughout their basketball season. Hey, don't forget to check out my piece on the MC Raptors sophomore night. For the MC Raptor Report, I'm Brandon Buckner.
All right, Maya, you had a piece a few weeks ago in The Advocate that was pretty personal. Yeah, it was definitely a uh, a different kind of writing than I'm used to doing at The Advocate. Uh, the last, one of my last classes, I was wearing a t-shirt like I never do. And one of my teachers was very sort of interested in my tattoo. I have a tattoo on my on my forearm. Um, that's a fleur de lis, and he wanted to see it. And at first, I was like, I was like, he he just said, "What is that?" And I was like, I was a bit confused because like it's been on my arm for three years at this point. It it's not something I think about all the time, or like I'm ready to have a conversation with people about all the time. So I mean, if you ask about it, I'm I'm more than willing to talk about it. But like, like, oh, what's your tattoo? Yeah, not like, hey, what's that? That because that could be anything. Right? Could you um, be more specific? Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm I'm like a little bit confused because like I'm just handing back my last assignment, and he's he just he just says, hey, what is that? And I'm I'm thinking there's something wrong with my assignment or something. And he just like before I, I can even register what is happening, like he grabs my arm and he's like holds it to his face. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, dude, like I didn't say anything at the time because um, I I don't know. I did. I, I didn't know what to say. But like, I, right. I, I I'm, I'm a, probably in shock a little bit, a little bit, because like I'm I'm very used to having my personal space respected here at the college. I, in general, when I come here, I feel very safe, like more safe than I am, like say walking around on the street or like on the bus. As you should. Yeah. To sort of like have my personal space sort of violated by somebody who I'm sure was well-meaning. I don't want to disparage this person. It, it sort of made me very upset. Tattoos have a, have this sort of stigma. The prevailing opinion is that You've marked up your body and you want it to be seen. So now it's like people's right to see it. Uh, it's more than like some people's right to see it because like, you know, if it's on like a visible part of my body, then you you can see it. Yeah. Um, it's more like the they think like you've put this artwork on yourself. So you have this like you have this obligation to be poked and prodded by people because they want to see the artwork that you've put on yourself but like really it's a part of your it's still a part of your body it's still very attached to you right when i read your story the thing that it reminded me of was please don't touch my hair are you familiar with that uh, i am yeah the the concept is similar like obviously there isn't the sort of racial like history that like I have with tattoos that sure. you know people of color have with their hair, but it's it's the same like general idea like you should be respecting people's space. And my unique body art or my hair that you might not be used to or anything like yeah. my big muscles, my soft t-shirt. <laughs> it speaks to uh, I don't know a culture that maybe is just on the cusp of of respecting people's space enough. Yeah. Like I think I think the general like thing I want people to take away from like my story is like if you don't know somebody well, don't go up to them and touch them. Like it's it's very simple <laughs> to me like it like <laughs> Yeah, it seems so simple. Yeah. 
It seems so simple. Mm-hmm. I certainly, I, it's a it's a nightmare of mine to have physical contact with a stranger uh, at any point during the day. Um, but yeah, I can definitely understand why that would give you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. You know, obviously you're in a place of vulnerability sharing your story that made you uncomfortable. But I think it's important for other people to hear because I, I know that other people have had that same experience, whether it be with a tattoo or whatever. Yeah, I think I think it's important to talk about like our boundaries and have an ongoing discussion about about that kind of thing. Yeah, and normalize uh, talking about it. Yeah, because absolutely. because like you said, in the moment, it's hard. It's it's damn near impossible to be like, stop. Yeah. You're invading my personal space. <laughs> but if we have an ongoing uh, conversation about it, you know, hopefully people will be more sensitive and aware of their perimeter. That's it for our first episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Advocate Podcast. And I hope that we'll be putting out a lot more episodes for you. And if you think about it, this should be the worst one ever (laughs) because it's only going to get better from here. So I promise you that this will be the worst one ever. And thank you again for tuning in. Check out The Advocate at mcadvocate.com, mc underscore advocate on Twitter, and mcadvocate underscore official on Instagram. That's mcadvocate.com to get to the website and read the stories. MC underscore advocate to follow us on Twitter and MC advocate underscore official on Instagram. Just in case you're wondering, yeah, there's a, there is an imposter in our midst who has claimed uh, the domain MC advocate on IG. Can you speak to that Maya? What do you Um, have to say to them? Please stop. (laughs) I will call the police. (laughs) Identity theft is not a joke.